nosebleed. Some nerd with cold feet. Intern, lab rat, hazmat, broke geek. My line of work can be lonely. Living large, you know that I won't be. I don't like risk, I take no leaps, and I hate heights. Vertigo, see? I got no friends, that means no peace. Straight A's, zero trophies. Overdue bills, I got no cheese, but I got tricks up both sleeves. Aunt May says I'm so sweet. Can't say that she knows me. Stay on good terms with this bookworm. Or it's your turn for a nosebleed. You ready, you're back. I'm Nick. I'm Adam. I'm Drew. And I'm John. And you're listening to The Archive. Our ever-growing library of everything, everything, everything. Hey, true believers. Nice start. Welcome to a very (laughs) special... (laughs) It was. (laughs) I liked it. Thank you. Write a comment. (laughs) Jesus. What did I do? You know, you know, I already gave up on any sort of like professionalism on this podcast. I was, I was just telling John that I had listened to the Advent Calendar uh-huh. House preview. Oh, a very well produced. Oh God, extremely really good. Like, we'll put a link to it in the show the notes. The segment yeah. that that Mike did on that was, I was like, this is like public radio. I'm yeah. listening to. Geez, fantastic. And I was like, God, we are a shit show. <laughs> and I mean that in both senses of that phrase. And tonight we're a shit show about Stanley. Mm, your opening was better. Hey. <laughs> Take his microphone away. Yeah. I've had enough. That's, that's probably a smart move. Uh, R.I.P. Yeah. yeah. We uh, we decided to do this. Um, I, I think it's important that we point this out that uh, we were a little hesitant to tackle the subject of uh, Stan Lee Martin Lieber, born December twenty eighth, nineteen twenty two, died November twelfth, two thousand eighteen. Um, so we we talked about this right after he died, and some of us drew were concerned <laughs> that it would come off like clickbait, I guess, mm-hmm. right? Sort of, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I reminded Drew that it doesn't matter because nobody's clicking anyway. <laughs> yeah. So true. we decided to go ahead with it, and then nobody showed up, and then John was good enough to put together a Thanksgiving episode, and now we're back. Yeah, and you'll never believe what happened when we... Recorded that up. I'm doing clickbait. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Top 10 things that didn't happen. <laughs> we didn't record an episode. I, you know, I, it's really confusing just that part of it because I know we've done episodes in the past that are timely because they are timely. Why, why this particular one did you... Because get, this get, is on somebody's death. Yeah, yeah I, it's I, a matter of taste, what is, I guess. I, okay, here, here's the thing. And I don't, Hashtag murder episode. Go on. Yeah, well, but, I, but all those people vocal. had been dead for a long time. <laughs> I'm just saying. And like, I will admit to you know wanting to jump in on the Avengers Infinity whatever because it, it was timely and trying oh, to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as I've already asserted, I've given up on this being a professional thing and have no interest in people clicking. We've broken you. <laughs> You've broken me. You're still it coming took, though. It took a You're year. I don't. Here. I did not want to. Angie just told me she wanted some time alone. <laughs> I uh, I don't know. I I always get weird I, about a lot of things about when celebrities die. Yeah, 
I get I get weirded out by the everyone sort of you know chiming in about how much they're affected by it and uh I think this is 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 my skewed kind of perspective but like for me I it's not that I don't think it's tragic or think that it's sad but I'm I like I just like well you know they died and people die mm-hmm. and um I, I personally I I like deal with my feelings about that uh, privately or what have you, if I have feelings about it. And so when I see like very public, like, you know, this is, uh, this, uh, my life is, you know, forever. I wouldn't be the person I am today if it weren't for Stanley. And I I don't mean to demean that or to like say that that's, uh, invalid or something but it just my natural reaction is i feel like you know that's making about you and not about you know the person and and i don't think when i think about that i don't think that's actually true but that's my initial like i totally get that and kind of recent and similar is when um on election day everyone's posting their election pictures and there's a part of me that's just like Ew, you I mean the voted I, yeah voted. i voted yeah um <laughs> yeah, that idea and there's a terrible part of me that's just like ugh, why you know <laughs> i hate that part of me and yeah. i appreciate that people are encouraging other people to sure. vote with it but there's still like 60 to 70 percent yeah. of me no i get it's it just yeah. like has do your mocking voice again? What do the mocking voice? Yeah, I voted. <laughs> I did the single easiest thing in the world that helps my yeah. community. It's not very that easy. part of you that you hate is is me entirely. You know that? So 100%. Yeah. <laughs> um, but on I also wanted to say that like uh, Facebook, like my entire feed for like two or three weeks. Yeah, it's just like everyone I know. Uh, and it's partly because I live in a little bubble, yeah. but wanted to say something about Stanley and, um, and I, I don't know. It, it, it went from being, um, like, okay, here it comes to like kind of being impressed that so many people had something to say yeah. about it. Um, he had an impact. Yes. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't a single person that was this like. I wouldn't be who I am today without this yeah. man. But just seeing that just like widespread, like, cause, um, if you didn't know, he was one of the <laughs> original, <laughs> uh, not, not original, but, um, one of the, the most important people in comics. Right. And, uh, and, and yeah, that, um, he had, it, he, he had a good run and people were kind of like, waiting for it and it happened and right. it still yeah. affected people. Yeah. Hmm. You guys hear about the whole <clears throat> army hammer thing? Yes. No. So no. this is kind of piggybacking yeah. off of Drew's thing. So the, you know, the actor army hammer. Uh, yeah. Um, almost played Superman. Almost played Superman. Or Batman. Or Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and is playing Joker. <laughs> no, um, no, no, sorry. So he put out on Twitter, so touched by all the celebrities posting pictures of themselves with Stan Lee, no better way to commemorate an absolute legend than by putting out a picture of yourself. And people got really yeah, upset got in at a lot that. Of trouble. Um, and then he kind of doubled down um, Ooh, and he said, uh, if Stan impacted your life with his work, post his work to touch you the most. Posting a selfie makes his death about you and how cool you felt taking a picture with him. 
and just the kind of general response from everybody was like, you're an idiot. Yeah, I, like, you know what? I agree with them. I would have done the same thing though if I had a selfie with them. I would definitely yeah. be posting that. Yeah, yeah. And most people were like, "No, this is like a moment in time where this meant a whole lot to me, and now this man's gone. That's yeah. why we're doing it, not to clickbait." Yeah, yeah. Mm. The difference between me and Army Hammer is the one. The one difference <laughs> is that I'm not playing the Joker. Yes, and there's only one of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, he, he played the Winklevoss twins. Oh, he did. <laughs> <laughs> and for more joke explanations. I would never <laughs> put my opinion like that on a platform that anyone could listen to. Oh, yeah. What if we... <gasps> oh. Stan Lee's a What if? if episode, yes. What, what if, if the archive was good? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we have the time or <laughs> skill to realize that. Hey, true believers. <laughs> it's a weird world of wonder. <laughs> I'm Casey Kasem, actually. <laughs> I know. I was like, uh. This one's for John Dedeke. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, yeah. All right. I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> this, every episode, we should just let people leave whenever they <laughs> whenever they feel shamed yeah. by themselves, by what they've done. Yeah. Wait, that means it's going to be me every week just talking to myself. Yeah. <laughs> 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 anyway, John, you were saying? I was going to say, what if uh, we went around the table and talked a little bit about what Stan Lee uh, either meant or what kind of impact he had uh, for us personally? All right, you start. All right. Um, I didn't know who Stanley was until Tuesday. I, <laughs> <laughs> until Army Hammer. Oh, yeah. uh, where's your picture, bro? Uh, <laughs> I think it was uh, How to Draw Comics the Marvel Way, oh, yeah. which was a book originally that he did with uh, um, John Buscema, I think. But he turned it into a video, or somebody turned it into a video in like the late 80s, 87, 88 or something. Cost that, $100. Uh, <laughs> it did. <laughs> that and Terminator 2. Uh, and I, uh, prior to that point, like I had been reading comics for like a year or so, and I was really into like the industry and like the whole idea of like going to a dedicated comic book store. And I, I liked all of the 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 apparatus that went along with it, but I wasn't really into the stories so much. I was having a hard time getting into them. Uh, but I, I would, uh, as part of this whole, like trying to like absorb it, I would like go to the video store and rent like old, uh, Spider-Man cartoons and stuff. So it was the first time I'd really like watched any of all that stuff. And then I got how to draw comics and he's like, ah, he, he hosts it. He and Busema host it. And, uh, but it's mostly Stan hosting it really. <laughs> and, uh, I think I recognized his voice as being like a, he was a narrator on some of those old cartoons. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> uh, and I'm not necessarily proud of this, but somehow the, the fact that he was the narrator on those old cartoons meant a whole lot more to me than the fact that he was the creator <laughs> of all these characters. But like his personality really came out in that video and then I think around the same time they were doing all those uh, like direct to TV, Incredible Hulk mm-hmm. movies, 
uh, and he was had a cameo in them, of course. And so that was the first time I realized I, I sort of picked up on him as like the kind of godfather of Marvel. And then I've I've kind of my estimation of him has kind of gone up and down. I think uh, maybe a little unfairly because I don't I don't necessarily think that I would fault him for anything that he's done in his life. But so you're okay with this um, molestation allegations? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get this on the record. Well, he doesn't fault him. I wasn't going to bring this up. This was supposed to be a tribute. <laughs> but I does he really have allegations against? Yeah. Him? Oh, he does. Yeah. He what? Does. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man! I thought you were joking. Yeah, so did I. Well, okay. He does. Um, as far as I know, they were only in his like in the past few years and they were like um uh like nurses that were taking care of him. Oh I did hear this. Yeah. yeah. And they they said that Oh, he was like and that I'm not excusing my dirty old man stuff essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He he like not excusing it but like walk around naked and ask for uh fellatio from his nurses. Uh if you if you want to say locker room talk, you can uh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how how would you like to put that? Uh, old dude who has a dead wife and he's, he's see that. Yeah, but I just, I want to say that, you know, it was also really big in the news recently, um, about how he was being taken advantage of by right. his, right. uh, manager, his daughter, his manager, possibly his daughter, although his daughter and him had a, uh, on video conversation where they seemed like everything was okay. And, um, Karen I saw him takers. taking a knife to. Todd McFarlane <laughs> in a video. <clears throat> oh man, I would pay to see that. Did you not see that? No. Oh, I'll, I'll try to find it again. Send it to you. Is it? Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So I just I don't know how true it is because there could be people right trying to take advantage of him. As far as I know, nobody accused him of that up until this point. Up until that point. Mm-hmm. All right, um, Drew. What's the question? Is what impact? Yeah. Yeah, or what? What's your? How would you uh, describe your opinion, appreciation mm. of Stanley? I think that I think the earliest I can remember being aware of Stanley was his voice because uh, he introed um, Pride of the X Men, which was mm. a, a a pilot for an X Men cartoon that didn't end up getting like a series did not get made, but uh, not that one. Oh. That's not the one where Wolverine uh, has the Australian Yes, accent. it is. Is it? Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, How you doing? Want a piece of fruit? Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Put that, can you put that in the show notes? That? This was in the, <laughs> I think, the late 70s. Or no, it was 80s. 80s. It was in the 80s. Do you think Hugh Jackman saw that? I, I've had the same <laughs> thought, Nick. I've had the exact He's same like, thought. I'd be perfect for this. Yes. <laughs> Except he said, I'd be perfect for this. <laughs> Good day. I'd be perfect for this. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Crikey. Danger, danger, danger. Um, <laughs> it's this fantastic X-Men. It's an episode, essentially, of a yeah. show that never got made. And it's it's actually really good. The animation is awesome. And it features 
Wolverine, Australian version, Nightcrawler, Colossus, Storm, Cyclops. Shadowcat. Shadowcat. It's her first day. Yeah, I would assume. Nightcrawler, (laughs) French version, (laughs) Colossus, Eastern European version. Well, he is. Yes, I literally, the words coming out, like, don't say it, don't say it. Oh, no. You could have said anywhere else. I know. (laughs) Um,. But he, he, there's a little bit at the beginning where he's like, mutants are, then uh, he does that. That's actually, I'm quoting verbatim. No. <laughs> he, he's, mutants are, are persecuted throughout the world, and the master of magnetism is making it worse, or something like that. And, that's a pretty good Stanley. Uh, it's, it, and so that's kind of my first, that I can remember, no, you know, hearing that voice and just getting into comics, you, you eventually learn who Stanley is and, and um, I read the Spider-Man comic strip for a while that he and did Romita. Oh, that sounds uh, right. That sounds right. Uh, did for the funny pages, and uh, but and I think the first time I saw him knowing who he was was in Mallrats, um, <laughs> where he has this fantastic scene with Kevin Smith. Uh, well, or no, with Jason Brody. Lee. Oh, right. yeah, it's Jason Lee. Yeah. I guess in my head, I'm like, that's Kevin Smith talking to him. <laughs> because it's all of his well, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. It might as well be. Um, but <laughs> I watched it again recently, and it's so ridiculous because Brody's looking at uh, lingerie. lingerie, and he goes, you know what this reminds me of? <laughs> An episode of I did a Spider-Man <laughs> where he and Mary Jane are lingerie shopping together. You're Stan Lee. <laughs> and I don't think there's actually a, an issue of the comic that they go lingerie shopping. But uh, he has a great, like, that's the first, um, I think the first time he was utilized in that way. He's definitely did cameos yeah. before that. But the sort of cult of personality that is Stan Lee really got bolstered by that, I think. Well, and to piggyback off of that, that was my first uh, sort of, when I saw him in the movie, I was like, uh, I guess is that comic guy? I just, I didn't have a lot of connection of what was happening. Um, and I knew, I've heard the name before, but I had never, I think I've mentioned this, you know, episodes past to me, I never made a lot of connection between the artists and the comics. It was always or the just, writers. or the writers. Yeah. yeah. It was always just the comic. I didn't put it kind of like, my friends who were in baseball and they'd say, Oh, this guy plays the blah, blah. And I'd be like, okay, whatever. So the team people who like cars and like, Oh, this, that's a, I just, that kind of stuff growing up was never big on my priority to internalize. And I think you're like, I think you're like most people in that respect, especially with comics, I would say. Sure. Um, yeah. So it was again, mall rats was definitely one first time I was like, Oh, I heard the name. Obviously I know he's created a bunch of, of characters, now he's randomly in this movie. All right. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like to imagine that you had this dialogue with the person sitting next to you. <laughs> and you had, no, no. <laughs> I, I wish that he had a blog. And <laughs> he wrote that out. Uh, that would have been a zine. And back that was then. his full review of the yeah. movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's kind of my initial. Uh, it's crazy that. Like you, you all are, I know are familiar with Stan's soapbox. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I like. Before he was in Mallrats, I yeah. I knew of him. Like the House of Jack and Stan was a thing at Marvel that would get mentioned, and I didn't, you know, when I was like ten or I didn't know what that meant. Jack Kirby. Yeah. Um, but 
screw you, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll definitely get there. <laughs> screw you, Jack. Yeah, yeah. true. Um, but uh, screw that's you, my, everyone. That's not my opinion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the, on either count. Set the record straight. Interesting thing screw about you, him Bob Kane. is yeah. <laughs> anyone else you guys want to screw? <laughs> um, he's first and foremost. Like the Onion had an article <laughs> when he died <laughs> that said, uh, "Stanley, creator of Marvel Comics character Stanley dies." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's that's pretty apropos, actually. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of truth in that because he, like, um, you know, he he was a writer and he was, uh, you know, like a publisher, executive producer, but like first and foremost, he was just the face of Marvel. Yeah, like, and that's that's where he kind of like edged out Kirby. Right. Um, cause they, they co-created all the characters together and Dicko. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> no, I just, you have like, and Dicko. And, no, no, and Dicko. Um, but, uh, but, uh, you know, then they eventually had a, a rivalry between each other, but like, you know, you can argue about who created what, but Stanley was a person who had that, explosive comic book personality. Yeah. yeah. He, and he put it in the comic. He put it in the comics. Marvel, like, let him, uh, you know, kind of become the face of the company. And um, we should we do a little history, 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 history of, of Stan? Stan, 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 Stan. I'm going to... Sure. I'm going to extend my, <laughs> my bit as long as I can. No, but <laughs> we should go back to... Um, uh, March 1941. <laughs> uh, the the same day the first issue of Captain America got published, Stanley got hired. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's you know one of the few classic characters that you think of that he he didn't have a hand in. Right. Um, and it was it was like his family's business. I don't know. He had like an uh, uncle his something. uncle. Yeah. yeah. Um, <gasps> uncle. <and> Sister. <laughs> What is that from? <laughs> Star, Star Wars. Star Wars. Right his his mother is the sister of the guy who worked there. Right. Um, but he has the classic story of he started off as a errand boy. Right, right. Getting coffee and stuff. Um, worked there for like a year before the war. Well, the war was already going on, but he enlisted in 42. Yeah. Um, and, and he was a... Um, what was his, his title in... Uh, the army was uh, sc- not scriptwriter. Uh, what? Yeah, he. I, I mean, he. He. It, it's, it's playwright. Playwright. Thank you. <laughs> Aren't we all glad we playwright? Found How many plays do you think the army has? He was doing like apparently cartoons and like draw and like. He, I don't know he what was his just boosting job. morale. Yeah, yeah, right. Group. Yeah, they're like, hey, you do your thing. Yeah, you're too scrawny to help anywhere else make, make us laugh Got this experimental yeah. serum we're gonna inject in you yeah. um but yeah the in the 50s comics kind of went down because everyone was like tightening up and saying you can't have satanism and all this stuff it's the only reason to write comics right really. yeah i know yeah. Yeah. and he was like maybe i'm gonna give this up if i can't if i can't satan feature lucifer <laughs> what's the point of doing these comics a uh, man of a thousand voices, <laughs> Drew Crowley. <laughs> um, 
But then in uh, 61, uh, Justice League was taking off. Oh, and Timely Comics is the name of, of Marvel, Marvel at the, at the time. Yeah. Yeah, I I might have said that, but uh, Justice... I can't remember DC's original name. It's De- Detective Comics. No, it was like, it's like something... Isn't it with Periodical C? Publishers, oh. something. Um, but they had Justice League. That was huge. Right. And he was like, we got to do something like that. Yeah. And came up with Fantastic Four. And the, I think I think actually that it wasn't necessarily his idea. Like the company was like, we have to, you know, come yeah. up with our own team. And his answer to that was Fantastic Four. Right. So if as a writer, if he did anything like important, it was, you know, what he's most known for was like DC's characters are all like kind of two-dimensional at the time two-dimensional all-powerful heroes yeah and that was the idea of a superhero and so when he did fantastic four it was about four characters that were in a family quote-unquote um that uh you know i just haven't seen all of their papers that's (laughs) 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 um but the, the whole point was that he brought flaws to these heroes. Yeah, the chief chief example usually uses Peter Parker, Spider Man, yes, the vest, who uh, can never keep a job. No, no, do do the voice, Spider Man. No, do Spider Man's voice, right. Spider Man. <laughs> He's good. <laughs> you got the goods, kid. Mary Jane, <laughs> uh, get me off this crazy thing. <laughs> um. But Spider-Man also was from uh, New York, yeah. and all of DC's characters were from fantastical fake right. cities. Like uh, Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> the city of Kansas. Good point. <laughs> um, but they were fictional places. They were fictional, Whereas yeah. Marvel Metropolis was in the real world. And Flashville. And <laughs> <laughs> Green Lantern Central Town. City is the word you're looking for. Yeah. Um, Gotham. <laughs> And then uh, in in the in the next two years, he created um, the Hulk and Thor and um, Ant Man, and then they did the Avengers with them. And you uh, and you could argue he while he didn't create Captain America, he popularized him yeah. because he brought him back for right. Avengers. Did he do Black Panther? Mm-hmm. It's probably the first successful reboot of a character. Really? He, that, I, that's what I read. Okay. That that okay, he, you know, Captain America was. This is the whole like this chunk of ice. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, oh yeah, that makes sense. Um, and then yeah, that that was basically like the beginning of the Silver Age, and yeah. X Men came out right after that. Um, Silver Surfer, right? Um, that was later. And I don't, was it? I don't think that was him. It was later. Yeah. Seven, no, he. It, is, it was definitely him. It's him, but it is later. Oh, okay. It's him and uh, Bus. Gamma, right? No. They were doing. Um, I got it. I got it. I got it. Or is it Burn? Probably. I I don't know who created it or who was like originally working out there. Who's the seventy seventies artist? I can't think of. Uh, Sixty six. Uh, First appeared in Fantastic Four. March sixty six. Created by Jack Kirby and Stan Lee. Oh, Kirby. Oh, that guy. Um, I mean that Galactus. From what I read, that that introduction of Galactus is one of considered one of the best mm-hmm. Marvel stories. Is his you know first appearance, and then Silver Surfer being. The, I always love Silver Surfer. He's my favorite. Um, 
he's kind of the worst concept. Oh, it's like, so stupid. Yeah. But I just it, love him. He, he's a great character. But, I mean, Galactus, too. It's like, yeah. this is some of the most ridiculous out there stuff. And they're possibly, like, jumping the shark at that point. Yeah. But they, mm-hmm. then they just keep jumping. And, I think it was the right <laughs> time. Yeah. It was the 60s, right? 66. Um, hey, I, th- I I don't know if you can credit Ooh, Stan that's Lee. That's 60s music. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite as good as the other stuff. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Stan Lee is credited for this or if it's Marvel in general, but from what I understand, Marvel is the first to start mix, you know, saying, oh, all of these heroes are in one kind of world Mm -hmm. that, that prior to this, um, DC, like their characters were kind of siloed off as, you know, Superman was not, didn't interact early on interact with Batman like some of the with the exception of like Justice League stories and stuff well, but like, like they, in their yeah, own they definitely did in their own continuum they did not right sure they did intercede they they did but Marvel like really put that to the forefront where it was like you know they're doing the team ups and the you know the, the, the continuity became a thing through them all right I, I read. I read incorrectly. Huh. As in, I I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> Got the letters mixed up. Um, and then yeah, the uh, the other half of his life uh, was kind of bringing comics to the movies. Which um, he started in the eighties. He moved <clears throat> to Hollywood right. and made this his mission. And for like ten years, this was like all he was doing. Was what was he during doing during the bankruptcy stuff when well, Marvel was? So that happened in ninety seven, I think. Yeah, mid nineties. Yeah. Um, and at so yeah, Marvel went bankrupt, and then uh, around the same time, they basically after what he had been doing, because they they ended up making a Captain America movie, a Fantastic Four movie that never came out. <laughs> Um, Roger Corman, right? Yeah. 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 Um, the Punisher movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With, um, the best Punisher Dolph movie. Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. Dolph <laughs> Lundgren. Uh, and so th- those were all like failures. And, and before this, the shows, there's the Incredible oh, yeah. Hulk yeah. show, yeah. Spider-Man. And those were successes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, of course, cartoons. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, the, the bankruptcy stuff uh, was kind of the beginning of, of where we are today, where like... They sold off the rights to all of their characters. No, yeah, right. What was he doing what was during he? that time? I've never really understood that. So obviously he was... Coke. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, he'd been with Marvel and they'd been going up, up, up. And then obviously they had this little downward slope. He's kind of out of the picture as far as I can tell. I think at that point he wasn't working for Marvel because he left them. And at that time he was like... For he their, did his own universe. Yeah, there was like a period yeah, after like Image got big. And, ten years yeah. that he okay, and, and the past I don't know fifteen twenty years he's I'm sure getting he, I'm sure he was getting some sort of paycheck from Marvel, but he was basically just the kind of a weird figurehead that was brought on to do cameos in the movies and promote it. There's, a, there's a great Key and Peele uh, sketch about this, uh, about a bunch of writers are sitting around the room and Stanley walks in and he's like, I got this idea. If I can't do the voice as well as you can. This guy, he's, he can't understand what the kids are talking about. 
<laughs> all his new ideas are basically just old people. And they're like, all right, Stan, whatever you say, buddy. <laughs> are you, Adam, familiar with Stan Lee's run in DC Comics? I know he was over there for a bit. That he did, I think the series was called Imagine If or something like that. Where he reimagines the main, like the Justice League and right. stuff like that. Did you read those? No. Nope. I always liked the Marvel DC crossovers. Yeah, the Marvel vs. DC, which then resulted in Amalgam Comics. Yes. And Wolver Batman. Wolver Batman. Tell <laughs> me, Dark Claw. Dark Claw. <laughs> yeah. Spider Boy. Really? Yeah, that was Spider-Man and Superboy. 90s Superboy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The best Superboy. <laughs> I'm I'm really disappointed that nobody has as of yet expressed any fondness for POW, purveyors of wonder <laughs> entertainment. Yeah. Uh or or or, or yeah, I feel like he had like 10 companies and kept <laughs> Or the uh, Spike TV series oh. Stripperella. Yeah, that's right. Pow sue one of his other companies. Like he left Pow and formed something else, and then Bam. Pow, yeah, Bam, yeah. <laughs> and then he also launched uh, Stan Lee's Sunday Comics, which was a subscription service. Stan Lee's Kids Universe. There Who wants the... to be a superhero? Right. Oh yeah, he. I watched that show. That was a reality show. That was a competition to become a superhero. And people showed up. No one won. (laughs) (laughs) It was awful. A lot of dead kids. (laughs) Yeah. And then there was this this whole thing with... um, So he had Stan Lee Media, which he then sold. uh, And the person who bought it sued Marvel, claiming that Lee had given over rights to several Marvel characters. Mm. Um, like Spider-Man. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then Stan Lee media sued Stan Lee. Yeah. And, uh, pow and the pow subsidiary <laughs> QED entertainment. <laughs> you know, I like we drew and I were actually sort of joking or, uh, well, well, actually, I guess we've all sort of joked about Rob Liefeld and yeah. various uh, uh, facets. No, um, no, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, some things you I should can, seriously. <laughs> well, and then um, we were we were talking offline today about uh, joking about his various companies, Rob Liefeld's mm. numerous uh, companies, and it seems like Logos. whenever he gets into hot water yeah. or. Um, <laughs> Uh, is is no longer uh, the it guy in comics. He just like creates a new company. But I mean, he sort of sort of learned that from Stan Lee. Yeah, apparently. yeah, exactly. I, I'm curious, like when you buy Stanley Media and he's no longer involved with it, like what do you do? Then? Yeah, what? Yeah, it's like he doesn't he doesn't have any <laughs> big comic properties. He just you know he's created this thing. It was running on his name alone. Yeah. And then they're like, well, what do we do now? Sue them. And- <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what came of any of those lawsuits. I mean, I guess they were sort of, they either settled or yeah. um, worked something out. But uh, yeah, his late um, role, I guess, for the last probably 10 years 
um, 10 plus years. Luminary. Yeah, luminary. That's a good way to describe it. He was, I believe, get ready with the sound effect, made a Disney legend. One little spark. Gorge. (laughs) (laughs) Which is an official title that you can get. How how is that? How does well, one, how's one because, get that? Oh, how did they get it? No, how did how did, how did they justify? Because well, it was after a... they bought Marvel. Boy, that is some <laughs> <right>. bullshit <laughs> retconning. And you guys worship this company. Oh, oh yeah, no, I, I I so to. I'm gonna throw a brick through his window on Main <laughs> If I can uh, plug a podcast that I've plugged before, podcast the ride. They discussed the recent Mickey's 90th birthday special. Oh, yeah. And there's some segment in there, uh, you know, espousing that, you know, if you, if it weren't for Mickey Mouse, you wouldn't have Black Panther. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like, not Are saying you? that directly, but essentially inferring that, you know, it's Mickey who has unlocked the, you know, doors for everyone oh, to be Oh, man, I creative. don't know about that. That is, and and it feels like this sort of like backdoor into we we created Marvel, right? Disney created, yeah, yeah. You have us to thank. I saw like a little promo for the for the Mickey's ninetieth thing. I I didn't know that like the costume Mickey's. I guess all of them now are so. Animatronic, yeah, yeah, yeah. They and talk it was and fre- and it <laughs> freaked me out. I was like watching it. And I come thinking, like, am I like just seeing this wrong? No, no, they can. I mean, I knew they could. Drugs kicking. <laughs> I knew they could blink. I mean, they've done that forever. They can talk. But all of a sudden, the mouth was moving, and I was like, "What the hell is I, happening?" I haven't can, seen any of that. I didn't know they could blink. I didn't. I didn't like it. Like they it can, literally was yeah, like they are um, unsettling. Play the, the drums, blinking. That's fine. Drums, but the mouth opening and closing, and can, as if he was like yeah. again, he wasn't talking. He was he was dancing. But also like Mickey, they like you talk. It's also yes, weird. I understand that, that. But he has like four <laughs> rows of teeth, and, <laughs> and they bleed out the eyes. Yeah. Like strange choices, but yeah. But Disney, the Imagineers, that Disney magic. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, he spent you know these past ten years or so being celebrated, you know, and and by the public at large, thanks to the Marvel movies and thanks and to his- them prolific cameos yeah exactly mm-hmm. sort of you know it, it became a thing to look for the Stan Lee cameo and not just the Marvel movies that is say the Marvel Studios movies but pretty much any Marvel affiliated movie has a Stan Lee cameo or um, TV show has a picture of him in the background yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I think uh, you know even as far back as the Sam Ra- Raimi Spider-Man's feature cameos from him um i mean it goes all the way back like i i oh just yeah he's remember in the, in thor, the, first, the, the, or the, the return hulk of the incredible yeah, hulk yeah. where it's hulk is on trial yeah, or he's something a, he's, he's a in a jury <laughs> yeah he's in the jury box yeah. not guilty <laughs> excelsior enough said <laughs> <laughs> and then that scene in blade where his throat gets torn apart <laughs> that'd be nice it'd be great if the if the lawyer in that uh, in that incredible hulk thing ended his case with nuff said oh <laughs> yeah that's great what are Where the stan lee isms we've said a few mm-hmm. of them true believer nuff Se- said excelsior excelsior oh we should have listened to listen the guys should have done a listination i thought you were gonna do it because i thought you were the steward but <laughs> are there more? 
Uh, no, I, what I, I, if I was going to do a game, it would have been which characters. Oh, all right, I'll let you guys play this one. Yay. <laughs> Let's this... do an Alistination. Alistination. It's so hard for me not to do, to just Thank do you. Do, 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 You've yeah. never done, I mean, sorry, this is the first time I've seen you not yeah, do it. Just I was, yeah, really closed this list of characters. <laughs> 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 Um. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is this is Stanley or not Stanley? That is the question. Ooh. Um, characters that were co-created by him is what, what I'm going to ask. I turned it off. Okay, it's gone. He uh, needs the episode. He's not recording. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Later. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, Doctor Strange. Are we all answering? Yeah. Yes. And what what oh, are, wait, what are that, we answering that, in the form of? That's a good... Wait, no, I'll go around the table. Stanley, not Stanley, right? John. Doctor S- Strange. Stanley. Correct. Oh, I thought we were all going to answer. No, 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 because that's not how we usually do it. Okay. This is not an elistination. <laughs> yes. It's not. This is not how we do elistination. No, we... we it's reverse elistination. Yeah, yeah he should have said... Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I, like, I don't have no, a list in front I of like me. Yours I'm better. playing it by ear. So let's not no, call like this. Yours. We'll call this reverse elicitation. <laughs> you can drop a little. It'll be like no, no, play elicitation. <laughs> yeah, please do that, <laughs> right. and then uh, we'll continue. Right. You will tell us the names. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Way too complicated. <laughs> and I don't have a list in front of me. Uh, <laughs> Batman. <laughs> <laughs> um. Spawn. <laughs> uh, Black Widow. Oh, man. That's hard. Not Stanley. <laughs> I think so. I'm looking at <laughs> Totally professional around here. Adam. Well, wait, was he right or not? <laughs> this is the best game we've ever done. Uh, you were wrong. You're out. Okay. Mercy kill. <laughs> Not um, Stanley. <laughs> Rob Liefeld. <laughs> um, Paste Pot Pete. <laughs> Stanley. Hold on, let me look him up. <laughs> what is your problem? <laughs> it was the first character that came to mind. <laughs> Why uh, don't you have a list in front of you? I do now, but I have to find it. <laughs> Next page. Why does it have multiple pages? <laughs> um, nope. Not Stanley. Okay. So you win. I John. win. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> do you want to? Do you have a list of who we created? There? Oh man, it's too. It's seriously okay, way too much. To, it's it. enormous. Yeah. Yeah. We will link to it, but I mean, if you you probably have like a seventy thirty <laughs> chance of guessing right. if you just name comic characters. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I. Like I said, I kind of expected you guys to to do that, and so I like was looking them up beforehand, and I came in to Angie, and I was like, "All right, quiz me, name characters." And the first one she said was Black Widow, and I was like, "Shit!" <laughs> <laughs> and I also said no, and then she said Captain America, and I knew that one, and then she said the guy with one arm, which could be like five people, but uh, I think I know who she means. I think she meant Bucky, yeah, and I assume Bucky was created. In, Back in the day, yeah, yeah. and I think you mean issue. Winter Soldier because Bucky had two arms. What? Bucky 
the character Bucky had two arms. The Winter yeah. Soldier had one arm. So did Bucky had one arm. Does does Captain America call him Winter Soldier? Yeah. In every movie that he's every in? Everyone. No, he doesn't. He's he calls like, him Bucky. He's like, what up, hey, WS? In fact, Winter when Soldier, he rips pass his me the mask off, he goes, Bucky? Bucky? I'm the Winter Soldier. Look at my arm. <laughs> <laughs> did Bucky have one arm? <laughs> you idiot. The White Wolf. <laughs> Speaking of co-creating. Mm. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, recognized as a luminary for the later part of his life. Yeah. But uh, also, um, I would say the last 10 or 20 years have been uh, a bit relevatory in terms of maybe a not so greater aspect of Stan Lee's right. personality. Uh which is that he more or less claimed sole credit, at least on a couple of instances. I don't, I don't know that that's true for everything, but I think specifically with Spider-Man, he had, he did assert ownership over that character. Didn't he say that he? No, or at I'm, least I'm, I'm, I guess think, maybe I'm thinking of something. I'm thinking of Batman. Go ahead. I don't know how downplaying much of it was him. Yeah, yeah, like. Letting people believe that he created, and the and characters. I I feel like it was also in part by Marvel because yeah, um, uh, I don't I don't know how Kirby reacted with Marvel, but you know, he had a a fight with Stanley publicly, and um, and then Dicko like outright rejected everybody and went and lived in a Hobbit cave for <laughs> thirty years, but um. But I I feel like it was like just kind of Stanley like taking the place of the face of the company mm. and they wanted him to be the the creator. Mm-hmm. I, I that's my own interpretation of it. But I mean, from a from a business standpoint, it was a smart move. I think. Yeah. I, yeah. I think. Yeah. You, you, what you can definitely accuse him of is not crediting or not mm-hmm. being right. open, open about, about what you know who. Who had a hand in creating these things? Well, like you were alluding to, if somebody said, you did it all, he wasn't correcting them. Yeah, he was like, like, oh, well. Ah, thank you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or just changing the subject and Uh, Enough said. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But to be fair, like we talked about, uh, you know, when you first sort of get into comics, you're not really paying attention to who the artists or writers are. You know, you're just, you're more interested in the characters. And I think that... That was probably true of the business, especially and then. There's a lot of talk about like them not getting the money that they deserve. And the yeah. truth is that they were writers and artists for hire, and the company owned all the characters from the beginning. So, you know, it, it kind of sucks, but that's just the <laughs> way it was. Right. Um, Everybody got screwed in that yeah. regard. And that's, uh, that you know, when, when Image happened and all of us, you know, like found purpose in life (laughs) (laughs) that was i think the the first time in history that you know the artists were like the superstars right um and they were like we don't need writers for this shit (laughs) we can write our own shit and it showed (laughs) but even as like a 12 or 13 year old whatever um i knew these people's names yeah and you know before then there were like a handful of people that were kind of somewhat unknown superstars, you know, yeah, like Frank Miller and Bob Kane. Yeah. Um, 
but that was only like you know the the hardcore comics people, right. and suddenly it was just like everybody knew Todd McFarlane and. Uh, Liefeld had that the five hundred one. Oh my god! <laughs> Button fly jeans. <laughs> yeah, I think, and, and you, you know, for many reasons, you can attribute that success of Liefeld and McFarlane and and you know Larson or whoever mm-hmm. to Gary Larson <laughs> to the the template of Stan Lee, who you know a lot, when I was seeing a lot of the eulogies and stuff of Stanley, a lot of people talked about how it was the first voice they recognized in print, you know, to, to, it was, you mm-hmm. could, mm-hmm. you could, he, you knew it was Stan Lee's writing, you know, you, and, and, you know, partly because he had his style, but also because he would sign things, you know, Stan, you know, you knew, yeah. he, he made it a point. And, and I read this, that he wanted he wanted the audience to feel like they knew the creators, you know, and that was the whole, you know, but mostly him, but mostly him, but that was the whole like Stan and Jack thing. Like, and all the little footnotes in the comics. Yeah, exactly. Stan the man next to him or something. And he, he, uh, he felt like he was successful when people started writing in and instead of saying, you know, to whom it may concern or, or dear Marvel, it would say dear Stan or, or whoever, um, and so the, the idea of the creator being as much part of the, you know, the show as it were, um, in a lot of ways, he was one of the first to do that. And so to, if you are Todd McFarlane and you are Todd McFarlane, <laughs> <laughs> you can't live under Stan Lee's shadow because you want to be Stan Lee and Stan Lee is such a cult of personality himself. that There's no way. Yeah, that you're going to be able to, you know, to to become your own kind of thing because you'll always be held back by that. And so, you know, that's that's why Image Comics became what it was mm-hmm. for many reasons. But that is, you know, you see Stan Lee doing it and you're like, well, I want that. I want that that credit and that that joy of like interacting with my audience and. And and in a way, the opposite of that, where you know, I was talking about the studios owning all the characters. Yeah. They, the one thing that they did really well, yeah. is and continued to do is giving creators ownership of their characters, right? Um, for better or worse, for better or worse, yeah. And, and you know, they tried to have a a consistent universe for yeah. about a year. And That's right. Yeah. Now they, I, I think it's for the best that they yeah. just. Published books from indie people. Yeah. Um, but talking about co-creating, do you know the what the Marvel style is? Like how they would. Write? Yes. Yeah. 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 No. <laughs> John, <laughs> I'm with Adam. All right. Drew, it's pretty interesting. Drew, you won this round of a list today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want to? Yeah, essentially, um, they were making so many books at once, or I guess Stan was was you know writing so many books at once that he didn't necessarily have time to write them. And so, what he would do is write essentially an outline or a treatment, um, or he'd just say, "All right, Spider Man fights Beaverface." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He'd say that to <laughs> to Steve Ditko. Yeah, and Steve Ditko would draw the comic without 
a script or anything. You know, he would at most have this treatment or outline, knowing what the beats are, knowing what's supposed to happen. Or he'd even create the beats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and a lot of... And, and it, interestingly, the artist had as much storytelling power as Stan did, because Stan would then come back and write to those panels. So, you know, they, they would put the actual word balloons there, yeah. and, and Stanley would have to come up with, like... Oh, and and I think that also lends itself to, or tells us why his writing style is the way it is. Because yeah. it sometimes is, is kind of like stiff and forced because it's just like... Well, and spontaneous, right? It, yeah. it seems like he's experiencing it with us in a way, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, it's also probably made the storytelling that much more visual because you're relying on the artist to kind of come up Carry with the, the beats yeah, yeah, and yes. stuff like that. So that's... I think there's definitely <laughs> negatives to that method. It can be but, cleaner. Cleaner? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, the there are done. limitations. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think, uh, um, you know, it's, it's easier to have a single vision behind something, yeah. but that's... Uh, Kind of a fun experiment that they did for like 30 years. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My absolute favorite fact about Stanley is, and I probably brought this up before on here, but um, that he is like the largest box office actor of all time. Oh, like his his credits made the most money. The most money. Um, wait, hold on. I, I think I, Samuel Jackson is number two. Number two, and close yeah. behind him, which is pretty incredible considering. Um, but uh, it's something like ten billion, um, or maybe even more than that. Hold on. In Googleplex. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, ten ten billion domestic box. That's domestic, not oh, worldwide. Not worldwide. Well, Samuel Jackson's nine. Wow. <clears throat> And have I gone over this list no, with you? I don't okay, think so. this is the best list ever. Yes, I'm sorry. And listenation? No, no. It's a, it's a, you will never because I got the second one. <laughs> That's it. All right, all right. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I'm just gonna hit some. High, uh, Frank Welker is number three. Oh, wow. oh, that makes sense. That's awesome. Huh. John Ratzenberger. That's my favorite. <laughs> Thank you, Pixar. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's that guy from Cheers. So basically, do cameos. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This list. Um, well, except for Samuel in, Jackson, who actually does movies. His movies. Yeah. In the most successful movies of all time. Right. Do cameos in those. Um, Bob Bergen. I don't even know who that is. Um, Bob Bergen. I'm sure we're all going to be glad to see Warwick Davis at number six. Hey. Oh. Robert Downey Jr., Andy Serkis, Morgan Freeman, and Harrison Ford. Hmm, real sausage fest, that list. Mm-hmm. Yep, not until 12. Do you want to take a guess? Meryl Streep. Uh, Julie Andrews. <laughs> I like Julia answer. Roberts. Scarlett Johansson. Ah, uh, I didn't know. I didn't seriously. Know. Oh, that makes sense. sense. So that makes sense, yeah. actually, yeah. yeah. She does all those cameos. And those... <laughs> Those shitty uh, Tom Cruise and Tom Hanks are 11 and 13. <laughs> and wait, wait. Tom Hanks is shitty? <laughs> Tom Cruise is shitty? Uh, no, it, I just... it's. Oh, I, it, if you had asked me who the number one and number two people were, I would have said Tom Cruise and Tom Hanks in that order. <laughs> you know, before I, I 
thought about yeah. it. That it, yeah. that just seems like, of course, they yeah. just yeah. every movie they make is a <laughs> massive success. I, I wonder when Stan Lee overtook Samuel Jackson because I know Sammy Jackson was number one for years. Sammy, good friends with Sammy, I guess. Yeah, I just call him all <laughs> <L> myself. <laughs> Uh, everything Sammy. I do. Um, <laughs> Alan Tudyk is number fourteen. Nice. He uh, does a lot of uh, Pixar voice. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's 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 also one of the almost always shows up these yeah. days okay. in a Pixar and film. Disney. Yeah, that no, matter. that's it. It's Disney. It, it is Disney. It's Disney, not Pixar. Oh. Not Pixar. He Disney. he is there. He is he he is to Disney what Red. John Ratzenberger is to Pixar. Okay, so in Sorry. another ten years, he's going to yeah, be he'll overtake. Of, he'll overtake. Um, my favorite fun fact about Stan Lee is that Stan Lee, Stan Lee is not his real name. Right. That it's a pseudonym he took on because he didn't want to be known for comics. He wanted to write the great American novel. Uh, and so he's like, I don't want people, I don't want people to know that I'm associated with these stupid comics unless I can put Lucifer in them. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to change my name to Stan Lee. Um, I I read that it wasn't until he was 40 that he started telling people at parties that he wrote comics. And he, he did officially, that is, he did legally change his name to Stan Lee eventually. Hmm. I get that money. My favorite fun fact about Stan Lee is that he and I share a birthday. Whoa. Yep. I am 96 years old and <laughs> still ticking. Wow. <laughs> I have to deal with Richard Grieco as my birthday soulmate. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. And Adam. I have to deal with Adam. <laughs> I have Luke Perry. Nice. Whoa. That's pretty good. That kind of goes Good night, Kelly. Can I kill it? Has Tom Hanks. Oh, that shitty Tom Hanks. That shitty Tom Hanks. <laughs> What's your favorite fact about Stan Lee? I really don't have one. Well, I guess he was very prolific as far as the stuff back in the 60s that he was um, preaching about, so to speak, that still is very applicable today. Yeah, we didn't talk about that at all. He, he was kind of like, um, uh, you know... Um, Gene Roddenberry, in a way, and yeah, 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 yeah. for his time pushing uh, good social messages. Co-created the Falcon, right? Mm-hmm. Who's the first African American superhero? And Black Panther, and created co-created Black Panther. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> and and the there was a Stan soapbox that made the rounds, you know, post mm-hmm. post his death of. One of his like a very timely, and he wrote it right comics. after uh, M- <laughs> uh, after MLK got shot. I oh, believe. was it? Yeah, so that's the reason why he, he About, decided to write uh, that hate intolerance. And- yep, and bigotry being the of the the worst possible thing society yeah. produces. But you can and you can see that in his. In his writing, right? You know, that's like what's all about. The X Men were persecuted, right? Um, and and the X Men often used. Uh, Modern in in a modern sense as a uh, analog for LGBTQ, you know, being mm-hmm. a, a, or just any ostracized yeah, group. But, yeah, but that one I feel like primarily gets it gets compared a lot, and especially with the Brian Singer films. Yeah, he mm-hmm. he drew a very stark uh, Tony Stark. And Tony Stark was in there a lot. <laughs> <laughs> The end. Enough said. 
Yeah. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Screwed that one up, Nick. Uh, uh, rest in peace, Stan. Thanks yeah. for all the great stuff. And uh, for any of you that were nervous, he did film his final cameo for uh, Avengers 4 before he passed. And Kevin Feige's keeping it close to the vest about any other things that might have been filmed. They should really just keep that one. Like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. that, that should be the one to go out. Well, no, in Deadpool 2, his cameo was just a picture of him on a, on a billboard as the camera panned by quickly. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I well, don't think this is going to stop his image. I'm, yeah, I, I'd comments. be for continuing that kind of thing. But it just feels like if he did that one and then shows up in whatever the next Ant-Man movie is. It's just like, man, just give him the big one for the Yeah, final. let him go right. out on a winner. I mean, they could do yeah. a General Grievous with this guy, uh, uh, no. Grandma Tarkin, rather. <laughs> Grandma Tarkin. Please do a General Grievous. Wait, is that the guy with four arms that's yes. a robot? Yeah. yeah they should that was that. way off. It should be him versus Bucky, who only has one. <laughs> oh, man. He's four times better. What's um, he gonna do? No, they could do a Grandma Tarkin with him. Uh, in in theory, God. and just keep them going forever. It, yeah, maybe in thirty years, like, yeah, give them some time off, let them rest a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what you guys don't know is there is one more cameo that Stan recorded, and it was for us here at the archive. Do you have it? Yeah, let me let me play it. Hello, true believers. You've listened to another harrowing episode of The Archive, and now it's time to put this one in The Archive. Nuff said. <laughs> <laughs>